You're listening to the $10 Wine Podcast with Hugo McKinnon, Richie Russell and James Job. It's mainly about wine. Sometimes. Welcome to uh, the $10 Wine Podcast. This is an extra special version because we have our first guest, uh, young Sam, over here. Hey, Sam, Sam Rodburn. 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 Nice. nice. The Rod. <laughs> <laughs> so you uh, with your hosts, James Job. Hugo McKinnon. Richie Russell. And guest, Sam, Sam Rodburn. <laughs> Get on it. Oh, so yeah. uh, this is a very, this is a wine I um, got for on special. So if you find it online and it's more than $10, it's not... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's um, very good. It's this got a like, very big gold sticker there. James. It's got a wine or this is the first time we've had it with a sticker on it. It's got a wine or <laughs> but ninety plus out of a hundred percent. So it's got four and a half stars. I don't know what that means. Sam might be able to tell us because Sam, you work in a bar. Well, I used to. Used so to have been bar. yeah running bars in Auckland. And don't know. So you'd know what the sticker means. Uh, yeah, the sticker is generally a pretty good one. <laughs> <laughs> it worries, it worries me you guys say that's the first one you've had. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, it is the under $10 one. top quality. Yeah. So but this is a Cooper's Creek, New Zealand, Sav Blanc, 2014 from the Marlborough region. And it's, so, for, so for, for over three decades, Cooper's Creek Vineyard has handcrafted award-winning fine wine and styles that take you from the familiar to the fascinating. Ooh. Share our sense of adventure. Our Marlborough Savion Blanc is crisp and refreshing, reverberating with aromas and flavours of citrus, gooseberry. Okay, no, what? No, <laughs> I like your citrus. Okay, citrus. Um, maybe gooseberries in the mix there. And I'm just going to say, pumpkin and passion fruit, <laughs> a wonderful texture and richness, make it ideal with seafood, salad, and pasta, or on its own, which is how we'll all enjoy it. <laughs> best enjoyed, on its own. Best enjoyed young and fresh. Oh. Don't, don't forget my classic uh, food match this week, uh, James. I've gone with the the Dairy Milk Picnic Bar. Yeah. Also, young and also fresh. expired. That is dark. Also expired. Dairy Milk so. have just started mixing everything. They have. Everything. Eh? Yeah, they've, they've gone nuts. Nice. They've gone crazy. I will pour because I am got the bar course. Sam, obviously, like yourself, I'm a fully fledged barman, <laughs> so uh, you'll notice that I'm using the uh, thumb method. And then I'm not touching the top, and I'm rolling off. This is the first. There you go. Slightly you better wine. Well, I mean, like you were saying, it's the first wine we've had with a gold sticker. Yeah. And you can. I mean, there's more production value on the label here. There's some kind of see-through oh, stuff going yeah, on here. And that I thought bit. that description was, um, you know, it was that more uh, like a kind of literary, like a literary description. Sounded like maybe maybe somebody they got like Tim Shab. Morris Shadbolt. Like a like a literary giant from from the New Zealand is Morris, scene. Is Morris Shadbolt. He's right. a writer. He's like a from the eighties. Morris G. No, the mountain. The Morris G's a different guy. But right. somebody of of that big name kind of eighties fiction kind of thing to to write the uh to the write the label on the back. Maybe. Maybe yeah. we'll have to investigate that. Well probably will. So, <laughs> so far, I'm detecting oh. hints. I'm, I'm getting hints of mint and mint. rosemary. I'm smelling a lamb. <laughs> uh, is mint something you often find? In? Yeah. Do you? They pop, if they can pop a gooseberry in a wine, they can pop a bit of mint. Oh, 
It's like a mojito. I see. Yeah, I, I always see. I, 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 I see where you're coming from. I was from. eating grass. Grass. Yeah. Grass. 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 Yeah, I'm getting back up. Where is he from? Where are you? Where are you from, Seth? Wellington. You're from Wellington. Okay, so not. Not, not Oh, no, I think. Nobody has. Oh, no, I think. No one's from Oh, I don't think. Just yeah. It's clean. Oh, it's very, it's very oh, clean. It is clean. Oh. I don't oh, even. It's sort of like um, sort of like a, a blind date gone wrong. You don't even remember that it was in your mouth. <laughs> <laughs> what? Oh, I don't know. Sorry, that's bad. <laughs> so, mum was like, what is this? <laughs> what do you mean? Well, you know, they're a bad one. Is it like a glory hole kind of (laughs) (laughs) blind date? I think glory holes are just very short blind dates. (laughs) What was that? And they just had them in my mouth. I don't know. know. I mean, this wine is best enjoyed young and fresh. I don't like that. I don't like that then. Cooper's Cooper's Creek. Wine wine for pedos. Ageist. (laughs) Very ageist. But apparently, going back to the uh, gold label, apparently if you have a gold, gold... like metal kind of thing on your on your uh, bottle that can increase sales by like something like 50 to 100 percent that's a made-up statistic but it is okay well yeah i mean i definitely go for that <laughs> what did you say 50 to 100 percent. well we'll check that later <laughs> but i mean very non-specific it's it's quite significant though but I've heard this. have you heard this sam yeah so yeah, sam yeah. but there must be so many like different wine competitions I mean this could have been in a competition with like six wines and it came first and then they've stuck the a wine gold label that, that's a uh, magazine wine orbit oh, and is they that? just generally rate it and they've rated it pretty well yeah. well there you go oh there we go but that considers price point and things like that as well so oh, for, true uh, so if it's well, quite expensive and not very no good. if it's even if it's a cheaper one for yeah. that price sort of thing it'd still be uh, oh so it's, it's like a handicap it's like golf yeah, kind of. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> So wine, everyone has a chance. Everyone, has everyone a can chance. win. Yeah, yeah the uh, the award show. So I could be, I should really just start trying to sell a one dollar bottle, try to get a really good rating, and then we'll just make a screaming profit. Oh yeah, with your fifty to hundred percent exactly. So, but because people are a sucker for a sticker. Oh yeah. You know how when you see on a on a CD case to put the sticker on, it might, how annoying must that be to do all them to be those, on them well, to be that sticker person? The price. What? What? what I'm just saying it's annoying. Like, no, it'll be like featuring the favorite oh, right, track. Yeah, yeah. Goose, oh, yeah, yeah, Goose yeah. Humper. I don't know. <laughs> That's so you wrote about it in increasing sales. The wine reps and things, as soon as a wine wins an award or gets a rating like that, they go running into stores or bars with stickers. And, and putting it on. And, and putting it on the stock, even if it's already there. So just to, Oh, really? So That's their job. Yeah. It's one of their jobs. So yeah. have you be, ever been a wine? Did you do a bit of a sticker run? No. You could no. get away from that. No. Yeah. You didn't give a no. shit. They yeah. come in and ask to have all their wines to put the stickers on. Oh, so on. they'd come in and yeah. they'd do the stickering. And you just had a bit of free. Oh, yeah. You need to make sure they weren't. Those yeah. damn sticker jockeys. Yeah. Just, <laughs> yeah. This is obviously very so they, important to them. Oh, yeah. So you get reps coming around to. So were you like the owner of the bar? Uh, manager. Manager. So they come around to you and you'd choose which, what wines you had and what you didn't? Yep. How would they? How would they win your favour? Would they? Oh, lots of tastings. Lots of tasting. <laughs> lots of tastings of lots, lots of different of tastings, glasses. Lots of product. Um, <laughs> yeah, quite. Yeah, cool. You'd start off with a big list, and then you just sort of whittle it down. And yeah, um, yeah. There's a few people. Yeah, you know the product well, so yeah, you don't need to worry about that too much. You know what's going to be good every year, and they give yeah, you the good makes stuff. it easier. Yeah. yeah. Consistent, like a Fer- like a Massey Ferguson tractor. Consistent. What would you say yeah. is the most consistent one you had? 
Cooper's Creek's pretty good. So this, oh yeah. Oh, yeah, well, well, give a shout out to the oh, wine of the wine. Totally. Is Cooper's Creek. Good. Hey, we didn't do a Shemozel Tough. Shemozel Tough. Shemozel Tough. Hey, this is the way we do, Sam. Shemozel Tough. Because that's usually the glasses we drink out of, but at Richie's house. Yeah. Letting the team down. once. You've used them twice. Twice, I think. Yeah. Yeah. They've never been washed. What? Uh, oh, to be yeah. fair, a lot of the um, guys who've been in it all, the likes of Cooper's Creek and that, they're, yeah. they're pretty good at it. They're pretty good at being consistent. Yeah. Um, but then it comes back to... Is it a matter of not m- not mucking about with the formula and just getting those grapes in the same barrels at the same time? More or less, you've got your weather conditions and that that do affect the grapes and that's where they've got to be onto the game. If it's a slightly, well, a vastly different year, then they've got to be... See, able to adapt that. See, but Sam, you, you're you're coming in with so much more information than about wine. <laughs> yeah, than sorry, yeah, 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 sorry. sorry. I've, I've been overloaded. And it's going to annoy us. <laughs> this is like probably yeah. blowing the listeners of our. Um, yeah, the just them blowing their minds. It's like yeah. opening oh, it's up fantastic. a door into their head and just going. There's no way more information. I know. We yeah. just got nothing. We got nothing. I, I didn't even know. Like I thought. When they said hint of oak, that they'll pop they actually put oak, oak just trees in there, scrape the oak into that. Just, just the a barrel stirring ball. spoon. They kind of do. <laughs> See? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. With the oak, Salt. with the oak, with the oak. But they don't like if it says hints uh, of citrus, hint of plum. There's no plum in there. No. Which is what James okay, thought. I thought they were just much the a couple of, of plums dropped in. Couple of nectarines, couple of gooseberries. What was that? Just hump? spilt <laughs> out of the Accidental. top pocket. <laughs> whatever, whoever, the, whoever works at the orchard, whatever they've had for lunch is yeah. just what ends up in the way. And what where Cooper's Creek has gone, where they've done the right thing basically, is that their staff has the same lunch every day, every year, and that's why their wine tastes so consistent. Because the mistakes that are made, the lunch that is spilt into the reservoirs. Is <laughs> wine is made in how reservoirs, many isn't it? People keep their it's lunch consistent. in the top pocket. Yeah, yeah. First of all, you're making two very grand, <laughs> grand mistakes. The, the people keeping lunch first, yeah, in the top pocket, which I've never done. I also, <laughs> yeah, never. Like oh, don't tell me, don't tell me, James, that you never went to school with with your miniaturized sandwich and your miniaturized and your slightly small. Dehydrated sandwich. Just add water. We won't eat. We won't eat. Yeah, that's how it went. Well, we won't include Rich in this this discussion because I mean he subsisted off pies for his child. This is an inclusive thing. This isn't. This is not making fiction. Have you ever kept your lunch in your top pocket? Yeah, and also, what sort of lax? What sort of lax winemakers is going? Oh yeah, all these. Lunch eating <laughs> bastards out of their top pocket. Go hang around the wine. Go hang just, around the wine. And, and just, just, uh, just, just bend over <laughs> in front of the bench. Yeah. 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 Okay. Like like most things though, like like this podcast. This podcast is not very good when we when we adhere to strict like guidelines <laughs> and we're like, right, we have to hit this point and this point and this point. It just makes it kind of stale. It's be- much better when we're a bit more free flowing yeah. and we let we let the jokes spill out of our metaphorical top pockets. <laughs> Yeah, but okay, all right. It's all right when you're doing comedy, but when you're in like a situation where you're giving a product to mass, you don't want to be just willy-nilly. You don't want to be, as you say, just very loose with your, you know, strictness. You're like, oh, okay, you just, anyone come in, we'll just leave it unlocked. Let's just let pigeons come in and do whatever they will to it. Let's let a couple. Well, of I mean, how do you think Let's fat bird? How it. do you think fat bird works? Pigeons, pigeons, P- pigeons. Yeah. Well, I mean, I'll admit Made to you, James, that, that is perhaps why Fatbird is not very good. The one time, though, I've actually seen someone use their top pocket was my mate Luke at um, Flying Burrito Brothers. We were out there for dinner, 
and uh, we had our meal. And all of a sudden, out of his top pocket comes a couple of almonds. <laughs> and I was like, what are you doing? And he says, I just keep them there. <laughs> just for a snack. The almonds. He's a strange man. I like him. He's a great friend. Couple of, of backup almonds. They were just loose. Just they in weren't case. even in a packet. They were just loosely in his top pocket. And he's like, oh, I just keep them there. Just for a snack. Does he like restock he, them? Like, he's he a wine maker. Stock? Yeah, yeah a wine so maker. every morning he has to He is a winemaker. No, I'm just kidding. Oh, no. No, but he, was, he was hanging out. He was doing winemaking that day. And he was trying to get an almond flavour in. <laughs> Which is the worst but, you, but of course you can't put the arm straight in. It has to, it has to be a surprise. Well, mine has to be not expecting well, that. Why are you? I don't. I don't get where you're coming from. You're some sort of abstract winemaker where you don't want anything to be adhered to strict rules. You, it yeah. needs to be in a cauldron. Do they do it in a cauldron? I don't know. I imagine it in a big vat. Is a big it a metal vat? I think it's a big vat. So Sam has in the bar bar trade have people quite often like sent wine back like you know the old the old taste and you know they give you the option of you know do you like that one kind of thing do you want to send it back has, has, does yeah, it, it's more the reds it's more the reds that it's to if it's been caught oh it's yeah just, um, and what's the most expensive was there a, a big expensive one that, yeah I had one in Christchurch that was uh, several hundred dollars a bottle and it what? had been corked I had actually been corked. Oh, so that's oh, when so, it it. So, so that's when um you put the corkscrew and you pull it out and the cork someone's cork stays in the neck. Uh, well yeah, you can it do breaks. that and you end up with cork in it. Otherwise it's just it's been banged around or something, it's unsettled loosened it slightly, it. loosened it and it's allowed air to get in. But you don't know it until you go to pour it, so So yeah, what it'll just taste real bad. Yeah. And they like taste it and they're vinegar. like, oh, oh, yeah. oh no. You do? Yeah. Um, yeah. You go grab another one and hope that... You can't do that down at your local way. No chance of that with the old screw tops. No though. chance of that with the So like the fan- so you, an, a fancy bottle of wine, because so, do you only cork reds? You cork whites, eh? Uh, you can do. In France um, They have mini corks. It, the other ones where the top's got a little cork in it. Hey, seen them? What's that? Mini top's tops. got a little cork in it. It's got a little like cork. Like another yeah. cork. Yeah, you know what I mean? Ah, you know, oh, yeah, yeah, you know I know what you mean. mean. Yeah. Oh, like Port has that. Mini cork. A lot of Port has that. Where, it, where it's like, it's like the top, it's got like a lid. <laughs> it's got like a lid. You've not seen But then it. a little cork coming off yeah. and you just like push it in and then like oh. pull it out. Oh, yeah, I know what you mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. those things. Yeah. Just don't look at me like I've just no, no, told you that. No, no, no. shit. No, no, no. On you. Sailor Jerry. It's got one. Sailor Jerry. But there's no, there's no like. I, I thought there was no like benefit from having the cork. It's just that people. It's like a aesthetics so, thing that people it's think a, it's that. It's part of the performance, if you like, of opening a bottle of wine, the so corkscrew, and everything. But a lot of them have gone screw cap okay. because it's cheaper to do, because it's more consistent. You don't get yeah. that, um, and it's easier for people to. So especially with your ten dollar wine, so with a cork, you don't need to worry about a corkscrew. Exactly, and, it, and it's going to be just as good. So as it's cork. almost like. The cork performance is almost like going to Cirque du Soleil and will the tightrope walker fall to his death? You know, like, you know, <laughs> sort of like that. Let's just, will this $700 bottle taste like sweet vinegar? Exactly. And it, it, it's the fun. And so you pay That's more. Look, you, pay you pay more for your $700 cork. $700 for front row, just like, oh, front row meet and greet yeah. tickets, which I want to get onto that, which today, I don't know if this is, I'm just going away from wine for a second, but. Um, we're You're just asking if, what, Cirque du Soleil are listening, they want, no, no, no. you want free tickets. There's, to there's a show on in Wellington tonight where Ashanti and Ja Rule are playing. Oh, yes. <laughs> Which, I don't know if you know, Sam. 
at, at the grand, at the very, very, very That's fancy right. establishment. Grammy award winning. To the, the Grammy award winners, they're playing at the grand, which usually you just go down and watch the rugby. <laughs> or play pool. Yeah, yeah. And you can you can buy for fifty bucks you can go watch them. And but for hundred and fifty two dollars thirty you can buy the meet and greet, <laughs> which on the website is spelt met and grit <laughs> with an N. Like not even like met Gr- and grit, just met and grit. One word. Met and grit. Yeah. <laughs> so slack. Someone's <laughs> dropped the ball somewhere along the way. <laughs> And I would buy the meet and greet just to be like, because and we watched a few of their live performances. And it's pretty underwhelming. There's a lot of lips. There's not. A, there's a lot of singing along to the track. What are they playing there? I don't know. I don't know. San Fran or Bodega? They couldn't. I don't know. The grand. I don't know. The grand isn't even a uh, It's funny, man, because yeah. he's in movies, Ja Rule, and that's how he's I. He's been in movies, man. Yeah. I've <laughs> been in movies, even if you've been an extra. Meet and greet. Oh. We offer the meet and greet service. Just uh, talk to us on our Facebook page. Costs how much to? Ten bucks. Finance the next day. Uh, Ten bucks. Yeah. You can come, <laughs> if you want to come on the show? Yeah, that's like what Sam, Sam did. He's, uh, he's going to pay us ten bucks. Each. Each. Having someone here who actually knows a little bit about wine makes me wonder if we should maybe do a little bit more research. No. I, no, I, no, just no. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's nice every now and then to have a, someone like Sam of his calibre to come along and give us a little bit of yeah. a kick up the bum. A big hitter. A big, a big hitter. hitter in the... Uh, uh, what I tend to do is just, <laughs> I'll just utilise his knowledge and just keep rattling it out in a sort of biblical style. <laughs> you know? Exactly. Yeah. Remember, con- Sam. Yeah, Sam, that, Sam uh, said in podcast six, I, And I quote. And I quote <laughs> That James was right about the oak and the thing. So what? They do put oak oh, in well, a barrel. Again, it's a cost thing. Um, a lot mm, of the, the oak barrels are very expensive to make, ship, that sort of thing. So they start doing a lot of it in plastic uh, or metal ones. Man, so oh. then you don't get the oak flavouring yeah. from the barrel. Yeah. So you, but it's probably, so you it's probably way more consistent. In, right? Which then ah, flavour and then, flavor. You, uh, then take the oak chips. do put oak in. Ah. And then you do take the oak chips out. You'd want to really make sure you, you want take the, all the oak chips out. How do they make sure? Oak chips are out. Good serve. Times, I guess, yeah. A couple of serves. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> So just by hand. I, I didn't really think of that. <laughs> lean over. Lean over. Spill <laughs> your lunch. Oh, oh, no. That's no, no, no. the issue. I should have asked. Well. Yeah. <laughs> because they put the yeah. chips. They take the chips out and they put them in their top pocket because it's a good place to store stuff. And then lean so over. And they lean over again. Lean, lean over again, yeah. There's one, there's one man near Napier that's been doing that for 50 years. He's just stuck in a loop. Oh, no. What's putting his name? it in his top pocket and leaning. What's his name? <laughs> yeah. Thomas. 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 Thomas top pocket. Thomas. Yeah, Thomas top pocket. Thomas yeah. top pocket. Uh, poor old Thomas. Poor old Thomas. Here's to you, Thomas. Is he We're dead? Thinking of you. Did he fall in? He's still going. No, he's stuck. He's stuck in a loop. Did you not hear what I just? Oh, I'm not gonna lie. Anyway. <laughs> what, what are... On the old yeah, Cooper's we'll Creep. Yeah, we'll The Cooper's <laughs> Creep Semillon Blanc, 2014. Would buy again. Definitely. Would buy that price, ten bucks. <laughs> Woo! <laughs> if you can find that, if you can find we it, we recommend that you just buy, snap yeah. that up. Perfect for your BYO. Have you ever? Have I was you just thinking that BYO wine? Yeah. Great. 
Oh, well, that's the premise of this podcast. And sometimes, <laughs> sometimes I I look at the ocean and wonder whether perhaps that we've got away from our roots with this podcast because we set out to find the best wine to take to a BYO at six fifty five on a Saturday night, and we've gone in all sorts of directions. We've covered all sorts of topics. And done six podcasts. Don't bring it back. Don't bring it back on track. If we're doing a, if we're doing a road trip, we've gone out of state. Maybe we've gone and, down one. Ah. We've gone through one. Region. We're in the next this, town. That's we're in the next town. <laughs> oh, I've done enough. What do you uh, think? So we're, har- we're harking away. Uh, I forgot what You're I was. Done a I forgot. What, <laughs> I forgot what my point was. Now we feel like we've lost our way. In six episodes, sort of like early friends. All right, <laughs> hear me out. I've got a. I've got an idea. Wasn't very good, was it? How many BYOs do you reckon you go to in like six months? Rich, in six uh, months. Six. I'd months. go to two. I'm quite like six. Really? Two. Uh, How do you mean you maybe go to four? Yeah, one or two. Yeah, see, yeah, four. Maybe. Yeah, see, but Sony, I reckon I probably quite, go to like five BYOs a year. So is that Thanks, why right? you brought that up? Just so <laughs> you could say that you did. No, no. But do you reckon it's worth <laughs> your? Do you reckon it's worth your while? Because I mean, Cooper's Creek. I mean, it's a bit of wine, and it's much more enjoyable. Uh, do you reckon you'd be better off doing one of those wine deals where you get like twelve bottles of wine shipped to you? Ah, oh, this is where you're going. And with stocking that. up yeah, and getting it at like a long. discount price, yeah. and then and then sight and then having that over the course of the year. So I reckon you, just take it as it comes, just fly by yourself. Because that's, that's the premise that we've taken: yeah. is that you are in a rush and you're like, right, I'm just going to go to the mill or whatever and get a bottle. But they've probably mar- the they've marked that up. Luck of the draw. I mean, I bet when whatever bars that have been managed have just. You know, they've bought so, this for less than ten. So you imagine that we should take the same idea, which another New Zealand podcast has done, which is the worst idea in the world. Where I don't know if you've heard of this podcast, Sam. Yeah. Where these bits two two gen- who heard the podcast? Oh, I've heard bits. Yeah, so yeah, they yeah, watch yeah. this same movie over and over again. You're suggesting here that no, we no, no, drink no. When you get wine. when you get the thing, you get different wine wines. You, you probably get like two. You probably get like six types of wine. And you get it's two not of each. A, it's not a hamper pack. It's a hamper. No, it's not a hamper. It's fucking. You get twelve of the same wine. Hey, that's what you can get. So if you buy a case. You've got to buy a case. You can buy a mixed case. You can't go, oh, can I buy a case? But can you throw 12 different wines in there? You can buy a mixed case. They have backed up. You can buy a mixed case. Yeah, I propose... propose, (laughs) I I propose that we have someone with authority on every podcast. Just like to tell you what to do. So what? So you reckon we should buy a... You want us to buy a mixed case? When we don't... When it's just the three of us, it's anarchy. That's it's nice. just us, and so there's no, there's no key. moderator. There's no there's like, fires. there's no sense of reason. There's riots in the street. There's no rubber bullets, tear gas. There's no, <laughs> there's no <Anarchy>. consistency. <laughs> there's no there's consistency the to the man with the mask. Hugo Weaving's in there with the cape. <laughs> what, what about what about Hugo Weaving with the cape? He's anarchist. Oh anarchist yeah, yeah, yeah. Vendetta. And then that song plays, and then there's some fireworks. And um, that girl shaved her head. Da, 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 Karen da, 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 is no, that Natalie Portman. Portman. <laughs> I think if we had Hugo <laughs> Weaving <laughs> and Natalie Portman <laughs> on this podcast, <laughs> it might that be one. vastly improved. Yeah, I'd probably get bigger listenership. Well, honestly, Sam, do you have much of a follow? No. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> get out. Got Twitter? Got to throw a plug of Twitter? Any any, <laughs> any American cable TV right. shows that that's what most podcasts no, I listen to the, cut, the people on the podcast they're in the show well, I don't really talk much do, do, they, do they do they do all TV cable shows in America have a, have a podcast no no I'm just saying like most podcasts that I listen to it'll be like right we have here Mr. 
cable network guy off a show. Yeah, well, and I'll plug a show. That's why Sam, he's on the podcast. Have you ever been in local? Have you ever been in local theatre? No. Did you ever do a mu- <laughs> Did you do ever do a musical as an eleven year old? Nothing. I think yeah, I did at primary school. You did. Do a musical. So what, what was the name of that? Oh God, what was it called? A, ring, a ring of magic. Which a sounds, ring of magic. Which sounds horrible. Sounds fantastic. Here on. We have to get him back for to ex- to talk just a special edition podcast talking about ring of magic. Yeah, introduce. Welcome to the ten dollar one podcast. We have Sam, who was in the ring of magic. Yeah. Rodburn. Rodburn. Don't, Rod, don't Rod, just give. I'd have forgotten you like what is it? Rodburn. Rodburn. Yeah. Sam Rodburn. If you Sounds go, like an actor. If you go back, oh, yeah. is that the new Sam now? If you go or back, Sam, fifteen to twenty years, years, you may it? find. <laughs> What's the other Sam? The Sam Rockwell. Oh, Sam yeah. Rockwell. Sam Rodburn. Sounds. Oh fuck! Have you guys seen Moon? That's fucking good. Oh, Moon. Should we a synopsis from from Hugo? Oh, this is synopsis. I'm going segment. Here Oh well, have you seen it? You've got. You got I one minute. Go. Cap- Captain Phillips like was okay to spoil, but Moon's a good movie to spoil. Oh, yeah, uh, you can know what happens. And all right, Moon. This guy is running a. Um, he's on a. He's on a lunar base that mines the moon, um, and he keeps finding that he's deteriorating. Like his hair is falling out, and just stuff seems real weird. Rah, rah. And um, and he's like, why is this happening? Um, and then one of the mine. The mine. Um, the minor craft things on the moon breaks down and he goes out to find it and he sees himself dead in the in the car and he's like what's happening what's happening and he goes back and then t- turns out that what's happened is that they just clone the same guy and he deteriorates and dies after like four or five years uh. and then they replace him with a new guy with the exact same memories and all the videos from his family just get replayed like uh. a loop and is that the film? It's the film. I don't want to watch that. It's good. It's fucking good. Even it's even good. though I've spoiled it, the you moment, should. The moment it took you a few minutes to say that, so just get, it's, it's awesome. It's David Bowie's son is the director. Yeah, and yeah, Kevin Spacey is oh, the creepy Dweezel. robot. Oh, no, but you know, Frank Zappa's son. Heavily, heavily inspired by 2001. No doubt. Yeah. And it's got Kevin. Yeah. Got Kevin Spacey doing a similar creepy robot. Have you seen it? No. It's Spacey the robot. Spacey's oh, the robot. Spacey's the perfect robot voice. He's the perfect oh, robot yeah, voice, yeah. and that's why. He's Spacey and he's got like smiley emoticon kind of faces. Oh, and like, yeah. <laughs> and that's real good. But like, kind of like a face or fully emoticon? Just emoticon. Okay, not so like whenever he's happy, he's just like emoticon, and then he's like, and then if he's sad, it just goes blink to like sad face kind of thing. It's really what would have? But it's just a perfect film. The film is like about loneliness and like ethics and like yeah. Capitalism and, and the man and the man and yeah. every, it's just about everything. Sticking it to the man. Brotherhood, brotherhoods. In what there. do you mean brotherhood? He's up there by himself. Yeah, but he, he meet himself. He meets himself. Oh well, they fucked that up. Didn't they wait for one to die to clone another one? He saved one of. I think one of them. One of the clones saves him. Anyway, go see it. And, um, it's not out in cinemas. We sound so outdated. <laughs> Go see it at your local cinema. Go see it at your local Google. Well, we, we, I think Chitty Chitty Bang Bang's out next week. We've just been talking about Ja Rule and Ashanti. Well, no, that's no, well, that's happening in town tonight. That's, I'm not saying I've not said go see this new act Ja Rule and year, all this Beethoven guy. It is the year well. 2000 and what? Get yourself Three? a blockbuster <laughs> and, and rent it now. <laughs> exactly. Get yourself down. Get yourself. Get it on VHS. <laughs> oh, I used to love. I used to get really annoyed when you'd get a cassette out. Was that a cassette? Yeah. 
VHS cassette tape. Yeah. Yeah, and it wasn't rewound. Oh, no, they do that like, how annoying was that? How long and, take you and good life did it take minutes. you to rewind a movie? What was the VHS that you probably watched? No, no but you, <laughs> you, because you do it before you leave. James is committed. He's just I was committed. To... I was waiting for it. It just takes so long. It's like waiting for something to load. Especially if you had guests it's like waiting over. for YouTube. People are eating their popcorn and you're like, sorry guys, the last person didn't wait. Yeah, yeah, rewind yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> James Richie Sam, what was the VHS as a child? I like I like these moments where we hark back to slightly better years. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We're over the hill. What was the VHS that you partook in the watching of? It's the not. Most? It's not. It's not a doobie. You don't. Have to <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'll partake in that. <laughs> Stop smoking the cassettes, <laughs> James. You're wrecking them. Um, the question. So, what was there. our favourite one? What was you know like. For, I mean, for me, right, I went and got Toy Story from the library of all places over and over and over again, where it, for my parents it would have been vastly more economical to just so buy the tape. Yeah. But I guess I didn't want it on loop constantly, so that's... So they would try to wean you off it. You have the regulation of the library return times. <laughs> um, I remember I watched that movie, and then afterwards, you know the guy who, like, blows up all his toys? Sid, yeah. Yeah. After one, of, after I watched that one movie one time, I went and tried to break some of my toys, and then my dad came in and said, "If you break any more toys, you won't get any more toys." Oh, <laughs> laying down the law, Ian, coming on home. Uh, yeah, uh, um, Ian you were trying to be Sid, and then I, that's what you took out from him. <laughs> yeah. I want to be Sid. So the one, <laughs> I want to be <laughs> Sid. The one thing about <laughs> Toy Story is about love and friendship, and you're like, I watched Toy Story. I watched Toy Story, and as However, I was six years old, five or six years old. I probably thought the mail order explosives. That's where I want to be. Okay, so what? As an eleven-year-old. Okay, so what was your? So that's what I was aspired to. What did you do? That's what I took away from Toy Story One. But I was wondering what you. Oh, sorry. What did you do to it? So you go. So you watch the film. It stops. You rewound it, and you've walked away as Sam would do. And then you've gone. (laughs) Well, you would do as well because it annoys you so much. Well, I stopped rewinding, but I would just live in the annoyance, like giving myself a Chinese burn. Um, (laughs) What? So what did you went? What was the first toy you went for? You walked in, you went, I'm angry, I want to break something. What did you say? <laughs> what did you grab? So I had, I had like a, this big basket just full of my toys and there was a sword from Toy World in there. <laughs> and I just, I remember getting the sword and just trying to break it over the edge of the basket. So I was just standing there trying to break the sword and my dad walks in and goes, why are you breaking the sword? <laughs> What did you because say? Sid on, just <laughs> because Sid on Toy Story <laughs> blew up his toys. Is that what you said? Oh, man. I was sick. You got no love. Oh, okay. He's not this age. <laughs> this, wasn't la- this wasn't last week. <laughs> <laughs> Sid from... <laughs> Oh, says man. if you break if you break your toys you won't get any more toys That's and I thought well I mean the economic you know if I what? obviously can't, I can't commit to this lifestyle because if I don't get any more toys then you, the current toys sense. that I have are a finite supply and so <laughs> oh you did not think like it like it like it such a good as, as a calculate all the paragulagums I will be able to find that I've got none. as a as a six year old yeah. I thought it would be best to to be um you know um not so greedy with my resources much much like a small country 
So at six, he could have been on a resources planning committee. Yeah. 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 At, six, at six, he would have been down to the bank and investing a dollar a week, yeah. just finding cents on the street. Going, yeah. You could have been space. selling your toys yeah. instead of breaking them yeah. on the stock market. Yeah, well, I mean, the trouble with most children is, is they do, they do put their their loose change in a piggy bank, and the problem with a piggy bank is, is that it has it has an extraordinary low amount of interest. And as we've seen from Toy Story, they fucking have a life of their own. Yeah, and, a, and a voice from guys from Cheers. Yeah, you don't know that where... had no money in him. Hey, no money. That stupid piggy bank. That Boy, kid Andy, Andy, he was terrible no money. finances. Maybe he just got never... Have? Maybe he just didn't have any money. He had no father, as far as we're aware, from the film. Oh, yeah. I know. What the hell? What's happening there? That's a whole nother pod. I don't, I don't no. I want to know what happened to Andy's dad. I didn't don't, talk don't, about don't, it. Um, he's got a sister, right? He's got a sister. Yeah. So, obviously, there was... He's had a tough oh, time. Obviously, it wasn't just an Why accidental sperm. Anyway. <laughs> I've got it. Maybe what? we should save the, the the rest of the VHS talk till next week. Oh, are we happy to... Con- oh, well, I mean... I think... We've, I, I can't beat... You can't beat that. <laughs> <laughs> you trying to break a sword. You did. No, that's good. <laughs> so, uh... Um, so would we buy? Would buy this again? Eh? I drink the Coopers. Yeah. Coopers, especially Creek. if I found it for less than ten dollars again. Yeah, again. You might. You might. <laughs> you might. <laughs> you come <around> to work. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So we'd buy again. We'd buy again. Sam, would you put this into your? Do you hit a bar at the moment? Wine cellar. I'd buy that again. You'd yeah, buy yeah. again. I'd buy again. Rich. Yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And here you go, would you break the bottle? Can we go blow it up like Sid? Can we strap a rocket to it? And <laughs> Stupid, he didn't have. No. His mum... Oh, I don't know. His mum should have been done in. Sid's mum? Yeah. Someone's parents. Sid's mum should have done him in. Uh, no, not done him in. But <laughs> <laughs> gone. Oh, no, that would be completely Hey, and Sid was probably blowing stuff up for a reason. He was probably... From a troubled background as he well. He's probably doing it economically. He's probably it's causing a fake dynamite. Exactly. Anyway, that's the ten dollar one. Special guest Sam. Thanks, Sam Rodburn. Yeah, and uh, Richard. It's Richie Russell. Hugh McKenna. And Jay. Hashemozeltov. Hashemozeltov. Yeah. See you next time. Thank you for listening to the $10 Wine Podcast. Email us at $10wine at gmail.com and find us on Facebook.